I'm Rachel Thatcher. I'm Hilary Gagnon. We're inspired by real women having real conversations. You're listening to the Fempire Podcast. It's been a minute. We're back. <laughs> back in the house studio. Feels so good to be here. It does. Yeah, feels really good. Mm-hmm. We haven't been in here for a few weeks, so. Yeah. Kind of been chunking. Back in action. Chunking out our work. We had a bunch of episodes recorded, so we were just kind of uh, spacing it out a little bit. But anyway, yeah. It's yeah, and nice the holidays fell in there, and yeah, exactly. I feel like mm-hmm. been too long. Yeah. Too long without the vampire. so. Yeah. Here we are. But yeah, how was your Thanksgiving, Ray? It was good. It was very low-key. Went to my brother's house. Really nice time. We just... It was really just like my immediate family, which was nice. We played his like Oculus thing, like the virtual reality, which blew my mind just so crazy I was like hitting the ceiling fan and like whacking people like it's the wildest thing I've ever done I feel like such an old person I'm like how is this a real thing (laughs) so I can't believe that that was cool and yeah just starting to do my holiday shopping which is exciting we can get into that Um, yeah had some good guests on the podcast to buy things from so I know yeah how was your Thanksgiving though? oh it was awesome yeah so much fun I feel like it was a great holiday. I was, I woke up really mm-hmm. grateful, um, which I usually do. But I think having a holiday that celebrates that is, I don't know, it just feels nice. Like yeah. I woke up feeling so thankful for friends and family. And just this year, it's been a lot and a lot of really great things that have happened. Also a really, like, lot of hard things <laughs> have happened. Henry is going crazy. Henry's just excited. He's feeling thankful. He agrees. Yeah, he's feeling really thankful to mm-hmm. have a house to run around in. But mm-hmm. yeah, I was overwhelmed with all of that. And I think um, I channeled that into my day. And mm-hmm. cooking with my mom was really great this year. And the only thing that wasn't awesome was doing the dishes. But that's all right. Yeah. Live and learn when you host Thanksgiving. That That's kind of the job you're stuck with. So <laughs> anyway, happy to be back in the swing of things. And yeah, my holiday shopping is actually done, which is nuts. But I support you're it. You're done? Done. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So I did mine kind of in advance. But I supported all local people mm-hmm. or like handmade, created um, like Etsy stores but I did a lot of guests from the podcast I wanted to support them Uh and share their products because I'm obsessed with them so I thought why why not else get everyone else excited yeah we got to put together a little gift guide for our listeners we will do that on Instagram for everyone yeah because we even have some upcoming episodes that haven't aired yet that we'll have some good products that yes. I want to be able to tell people about before the holidays. Uh, the holidays. So yeah. yeah, we'll get that launched mm-hmm. by the end of the week. So you guys have some ideas for mm-hmm. holiday shopping. I think it's just cool putting meaning behind it. And like, mm-hmm. trust me, I love Amazon too, because it's like mm-hmm. so easy. But when you put the thought behind what you're giving someone, or you have an experience with the person that's selling it or creating right. it, I don't know, it just creates a little extra something special. So you're giving the gift and you're giving to the person who made it, really. Yes, you yeah. Know? Supporting so. them. So uh-huh. yes. Which brings us into this week's guest, uh-huh. Allie of Eat Bear Life. Uh-huh. Um, Bear Life Hot Cocoa has become a fan 
favorite product in this household. It's amazing. It's so good. <laughs> oh my gosh, we both finished our jars that Allie gave us. Basically immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Within the first week, let's be honest. Yeah. Um, and I've since ordered more because, yeah, I can't live without it. So I think not only does she come out with a great product and have you know, a very intentional purpose behind the ingredients she puts into it. But she has a very cool story of Mm -hmm. why she created what she created. And I think it will resonate with a lot of people that have gone through, you know, challenges or struggles and then overcome them. Mm -hmm. Um, But for her, she really created something out of her struggle. Yeah, absolutely. I think that in itself is so inspiring. And Mm -hmm. she has a lot of really great stories and advice. Yes. Um, So I think this is a good episode for that. Anybody who's interested in entrepreneurship, um, she is the perfect person to listen to. Um, And I think the coolest part is that her business has only been up and running for like a year. Yeah. And she's had so much success with it already. So it just goes to show... Um, what a solid product and a hardworking person, mm-hmm. very resilient person, totally um, can put together. So I would have never known when she said, yeah. like, just less than a year when we were yeah. talking to her. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Uh-huh. She, I mean, we recorded in her office, which was, a, mm-hmm. I mean, very cool to see. Mm-hmm. And I think, I don't know, I'm just inspired. It's like so, so many people are like, oh, it takes so much time. And yeah, like great things take time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But I think she was kind of the person that's like, oh, I see this opportunity and I'm going to make something out of it and just went for it. Yeah. The success she's seen from doing that is, is really cool. So I think mm-hmm. you guys will enjoy this one and we look forward to hearing what you have to say and really hope you do try out the product um, because it is worth it I promise you and yes. don't be afraid that it says like vegan and gluten-free um, all of those things because trust me I'm the first person to be apprehensive of that I've tried almost everything and it I would have never guessed um yeah it's good for everybody it's yeah. not like throughout the Swiss mist yeah this in there and they're very carefully intentionally mm-hmm. sourced ingredients mm-hmm. as well like Allie is aware of where every ingredient is coming from in her product so I think that's something that's really important nowadays too so yeah definitely yeah we have the power as consumers to be able to um you know put our dollars where our passions lie and with people we want to support so she's somebody that you want to support definitely yeah you can take our word for it yeah sure (laughs) yeah yeah so um yeah that's all from me yeah me too we look forward to seeing you guys in Mm -hmm. next few weeks and we just want to share anything you're up to this holiday season. So mm-hmm. keep tagging us and, you know, engaging with us on social media. We love it. We're so inspired by you guys. Definitely. And it's keeping us really in the spirit. So mm-hmm. happy holidays. Enjoy your shopping and enjoy the episode. Yes. <laughs> See you on the other side. Bye. Bye. We're here today with Allie, and mm-hmm. she is the owner of Bear Life. It's coconut hot cocoa mix, and it's a brand. We're actually drinking some right now, and we're blown away. So <laughs> it awesome. it's really incredible. Uh-huh. Um, but Allie, we just met you a few minutes ago, and you're already like yeah. blowing us away with yeah. everything. Oh, so we just want to hear a little bit about yourself and in your business and um, how you got to where you are today. 
Sure. Well, l- let me just say you guys are equally impressive. And I'm so grateful to be here with you guys today. And so thank you. Um, and so, yeah, just diving in, uh, I started Bear Life about like almost exactly a year ago, like a year, a week ago or something Which like is that. wild. It's, <laughs> so it's been crazy. a crazy uh-huh. year. Um, and it was founded on based on my journey with chronic illness. Mm-hmm. I was actually um, really, really sick. I had to take a medical leave from school. And no one really knew what was going on. I had, like, a fever, and I couldn't get out of bed. And I thought I was going, like, nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, and it took maybe seven years-ish to find really all the answers. Like, an oh incredibly God. long time. Um, so how old were you when that started? 21? Okay. Like, maybe just shy of 22. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, and... It was just, it like just totally knocked me and into a separate sudden life. Sudden sort of a thing? Like just came out of nowhere? I had like always, mm-hmm. I had always sort of had like stomach problems mm-hmm. that we just thought was like me. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, yeah. oh, just like right. Allie has stomach problems. Mm-hmm. And I had headaches and I was always sort of sick a lot, but we never really like put it all together. Mm-hmm. Um, it was never so bad that we had to. I was just always sort of like onto the next thing. You know, right. you try to ignore your health unless it's like yeah. really in your face. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so when I, was in college it became like really in my face because I couldn't I wasn't even attending classes and I was just like bedridden mm-hmm. um, and then I started seeing doctors and they started to discover that I had uh, thyroid cancer and then like Lyme disease and like sinus like really small sinuses that were getting like illnesses trapped in there and like scoli- I'm like literally the list like is like a page long yeah. of things it was nuts um, and I, oh, I also used to weigh like 250 pounds as well. Wow! So I was just like totally. Mm-hmm. Your body was just like screaming, screaming at me. At exactly. Yeah. yeah. And no, so it was it was absolutely nuts. Mm-hmm. And I, in addition to like listening to the doctors and I had surgery and medications, I really like took some time to think like what could I do to change this equation. Mm-hmm. And based on their advice, I started looking at like what I was putting in my body and what I was eating. And I really totally changed everything and started just eating like gluten free and dairy free and refined sugar free. And then I was like missing sweets yeah. <laughs> and like hot chocolate in particular. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and just started like playing around in my kitchen after that. And that's pretty much how Bear Life was born. Wow. Yeah. This is an incredible background to come from mm-hmm. where you were to where you are now because you seem so like full of life and happy yeah. and like healthy. And mm-hmm. I think it's like a testament to you're doing the right things for your body and you're in conjunction with this product that's mm-hmm. helping others and it's just an equilibrium. It's cool to see you Thanks. in that space. I mean, I didn't know you before, but hearing mm-hmm. about that, right. you would never know that that's where you were. So I think it's important to share that story and to thank you. No, I appreciate you that. Like, yeah. Very cool. And isn't it interesting how it, it seems to make so much sense, like, oh, of course, like, what I put into my body makes a difference, but mm-hmm. that's not necessarily always the first thing that we think of either, you know? Um, right. And, and like you said, you were just kind of ignoring it for years. Like, yeah. oh, I guess, and they're like, oh, that's Allie's stomach. Like, we've all kind of been <laughs> in those places where, like, yeah. oh, it'll go away. Of course. Yeah. But for you, it just kept manifesting mm-hmm. into something bigger, and then, yeah, yeah. now... So in terms of your diet now, are you following all of that still, like with the dairy-free, gluten-free, yeah. no refined sugar? And you've seen that continue to pay off in terms of your health. 100%. When I get really wild and like have an egg or something, <laughs> I can feel it. Interesting. Um, so yeah, no, it's definitely, I try not to deviate from it mm-hmm. um, at all. 
Um, and I've been able to, you know, have the hot chocolate and other recipes that I've developed that are on our website, shameless plug. Oh, cool. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, that have gone with it. So I've really been able to, like, not feel like I'm missing something, which mm-hmm. was so important. I was like, if I'm going to make this lifestyle change, I didn't want it to be just like a diet because I had seen a lot of people, like, you know, lose 100 pounds or 50 pounds and then yeah. gain it all back. And I was right. like, oh, to, I, diet culture. You know, yeah. yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. It's I, just devastating and hard on the yeah. body. Like, yeah. I, I did not want to do that. So mm-hmm. I figured, like, I had to do something that I felt like I wasn't being deprived of food. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's when I was, like, creating some music. <laughs> Were you always into cooking and, like, recipe development? Or is this a new thing um, that happened as you have been trying to find substitutes? Yeah. Um, I... Funnily enough, I took a gap year in between high school and college, mm-hmm. and I was, I was really fortunate to be able to take that time off. Yeah. And it was the first time that my parents and anyone had asked, like, if you could do some, anything you want for a year, what would you do? Mm-hmm. And my answer was, like, automatic. I want to go to cooking school. Awesome. Um, cool. And so that was, like, it was always a sort of underlying passion of mine that I just – I didn't think I could make a career out of it because even in cooking school, it was very much, like, restaurant-oriented. Mm-hmm. Right. And I knew after cooking school, I did not want to work in a restaurant. That mm-hmm. is tough, yeah. tough work. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I really thought that was the only way to get into it. So when I went off to college, I thought, you know, that was fun. It's a great hobby, but not really going to be for me. Yeah. Um, and I actually studied, like, economics and classics in college, so not at all uh-huh. <laughs> the same yes. thing. Um, Funny. Yeah. But, yeah, I've always just sort of loved it. And that's what's honestly, I'm so grateful, which sounds mm-hmm. odd, for, mm-hmm. like, everything I've been through because I think I've found – like my purpose, like mm-hmm. my real passion. Yeah. Like I truly love, honestly, everything about this company and business and the hot chocolate and just, it's amazing. Well, and I'm sure what a difference it makes to put that positive light on everything that has happened because it, you know, I mean, it could be easy to um, be the victim of this because, oh my gosh, I can't even imagine what you go through with this chronic illness. Um, but being able to say like, well, it's brought me to this place where I've been able to find all the success, like, what a great way of being able to look at things um, with that perspective. So yeah, and that gratitude for yeah. it almost like yeah, it's, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's cool. And you can see when you're pouring the hot chocolate how yeah. excited you are about it <laughs> and like proud of your product, which is like mm-hmm. that is is really experiential for us too to see mm-hmm. that part of you in mm-hmm. it because it's like yeah, you can enjoy this and it's delicious and I'm yeah. going to enjoy it not yeah. sitting with you at home <laughs> right. when I go buy some on my own. But to see you incorporating mm-hmm. yourself in the product is really cool and how excited you are. It's really authentic. So awesome. Yeah. Um, you talked a lot about having, you know, your illness and, and how it's gotten you to where you are now. Um, but how has it affected you not only as a person but as a business owner? How would you say it's come to play in business? Because um, it looks glamorous and fun having this <laughs> online awesome presence in this business but I'm sure there's a lot of hurdles that you face and, and struggles you go through to get to where you are today yeah there's a there's a lot of sort of behind the scenes stuff that I try to share um, more on like my personal account mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Um, people can follow too but like it is there's a lot of stuff that that goes into you know being active and being able to work that is sort of behind the scenes a lot of like prep work mm-hmm. um like for ex- example this summer I didn't even know what it was but I was struggling with horrible allergies mm-hmm. that caused like vertigo and nausea and so I like I'd have to go in the office or I was fortunate they did a little cooking segment of us on NBC Connecticut and I was like literally like 
holding my stuff, like trying not to like throw up. And I was like, okay, I'm going to be fine. And like on, then I had to like, you know, pretend I wasn't nauseous, but on a happy face, be on stage. Um, And so it's just, there's a lot of like, and that can create some fear too sometimes, like especially with that. It was like, okay, am I going to be able to get through this without, you know, getting sick or like falling over or something? So there's a lot of definitely behind the scenes stuff that, um, that people don't see, but it's, I think I really have a short memory with it. Mm-hmm. I, like maybe I have some sort of amnesia or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that's over. I'm looking yeah. to the next thing. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I really credit my grandparents um, with that. They are Holocaust survivors. Wow. And um, yeah, and the I grew up hearing their stories and of survival and just horrific, horrific um, things that they had to go to. And they've always had such a positive outlook you know after going through that they were like their motto is never give up and I'm like okay if if they can have that attitude then so can I you know so it's they've really been very inspiring um, resilience is in your blood then yes Mm -hmm. you could say that (laughs) (laughs) you definitely can say that that's really really inspiring um so aside from what you eat um, like, how do you take care of yourself to try and mitigate these symptoms? Because I'm sure every day is probably different, but you can speak a little bit more to that. Yeah, it's definitely, it's also something that is a kind of a moving target for me. Okay. It's something that I'm still developing. Um, but I always, I definitely try to get a lot of rest. I don't, I, I work, which is also what's so great about having my own company is I'm mm-hmm. able to work around my illness. Like I can take a Monday off if I'm not feeling well, or I can take a Tuesday off or, and I usually try to build in some rest days, which is really hard. Cause I am like so loving as I want to work like 365, 24 yeah. seven. Um, but I try to work like every other day or like work two days, take one day off. And it ends up, you know, with me working at 3am on a Sunday, but mm-hmm. you know, as long as like there's some sort of rest built in, I find that keeps me from being unavailable for like weeks on end, which is how so it used to be. So it's definitely a, a balance thing that I'm is still a moving target and I'm working mm-hmm. on, but I'm sure everyone who has chronic illness can relate to that. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, so something I'm excited to ask you about um, as a food entrepreneur, mm-hmm. um, because obviously I think everybody knows that entrepreneurship in itself is so challenging, um, but I've heard that food entrepreneurship is particularly challenging because there are so many regulations complying with the F- FDA, ensuring everything is up to code, um, because of course you want to keep people safe. Um, so what's that experience been like for you? Like how has being a food entrepreneur um, differed maybe from some endeavors other people take on? And um, also, where do you source your products from? Great question. Mm-hmm. You may have to remind me about the second half of it. Sure, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> I just like go and No, no, it was all good. I was like, yeah. try to like yeah. answer it all. Um, yeah, no, so that, again, great question. Yeah. It was definitely a little bit intimidating up front because, like I said, I, you know, in college I was, like, studying economics and mm-hmm. and in cooking school it was more restaurant. It wasn't, like, product-based. Mm-hmm. Um, but my mother is actually an attorney, um, oh, so I really lucked out on that. And yeah. she was able to help me, like, sort of parse out some of the language and be like, okay, this is what they're really meaning okay. <laughs> versus what yeah. this sounds like they're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had a lot of support from her and just, honestly, the community in general and sort of weeding out what was necessary and what they really was required and then just honestly google has Mm -hmm. been i call them like professor google or something like that um and it's just been incredibly helpful in trying to like learn all of that it's been a a crash course in it honestly Mm -hmm. um 
but I, I do enjoy it, honestly. It's very, um, it's kind of zen when I'm like designing mm-hmm. packaging and labels and, and everything. And to the ingredients themselves, that was actually really important to me because I, like, I eat this, I drink this all the time. Mm-hmm. So I had to like first and foremost make sure it was um, just a clean product and no preservatives that would make me sick. And I did a full like allergen profile on them to make sure that all each individual ingredient didn't have soy or corn or anything else that's like contaminated in it. And so that took a long time to like find really clean ingredients, which is such a weird concept. Like you'd think like, oh, food would be easy to find, like actual food, but it was really difficult. Um, But we sourced from some really great uh, companies Mm -hmm. um, and farms uh, around the world. We get like our coconut milk powder from Indonesia. Our coconut sugar is from Sri Lanka. Our cacao is from Ecuador. Our vanilla is from Madagascar, and our Himalayan salt is obviously from like Pakistan and the Himalayas. How interesting! That's yeah, and, uh, and how pull cool that, all that you can mm-hmm. speak to where everything is uh-huh. from yeah. too, so mm-hmm. well. Well, and because I've had to, you know, do all the, I had to source them myself, and then also what's great is what was really important to me is that each um, farm we source from, not only are they organic, but they're eco-friendly and they contribute to their local community. Mm-hmm. So, like our cacao farm. Wow like build schools in their community and they all are like fair trade or fair trade friendly so they all pay like reasonable living wages and everything mm-hmm. like that and it, so it was just important for me to like have you know I say like do good on the inside and out type of thing love that so, yeah yeah mm-hmm. and getting into you just mentioned the buzzword I feel like we're hearing, hearing it so much more now the fair trade yeah. um thing and you know you're sourcing your ingredients from fair trade um, suppliers. So we want to hear a little bit more about what fair trade is um, yeah. and what it means to you to use fair trade ingredients. Yeah. So it's what's also funny is in the food industry, like if you have something, there's like fair trade certified, and then we've made up this term like fair trade friendly, mm-hmm. because to get it certified is more expensive for the farmers, even right. though they're like actually doing the work for okay. it. Mm-hmm. Um, but what it means generally is just that they're paying like living wages and that they're not exploiting their workers and mm-hmm. everything like that. And so what we've done is we've worked with people who are fair trade certified, but also smaller farms who, like, can't afford the certification. But we've gone and verified that they are paying their workers reasonable wages. And then we've also gone a step further to make sure that they are contributing in some way to the local community, whether it's teaching farmers how to grow crops responsibly and not ruin the soil or just some mm-hmm. um, form of sort of social good like yeah. that, too. Because I think when I look at, like, our impact of the product, which is important to me, like, there's a, a personal impact for me. There's a personal impact for people who can't have, you know, a lot of food because of their allergies and everything. But then there's also like a sort of a global impact almost from where we're sourcing. And I want to make sure that every sort of place we touch is is good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how did you find them all? Yeah. Like, where did you start? Google. Oh, I'm telling yeah. you. Professor Google. <laughs> Professor Google. Yeah. Wow. Google. Yeah. Everything. It, in my book, it yeah. has all the answers. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. I would have never even known that you could find that information. I guess, right. yeah, you can find everything on Google. It's just our point here. But mm-hmm. even just thinking, like, how you find those things, I think, thought it would be, like, yeah. Is it hard to get in touch with them once you do find them or how do you go about like actually like yeah. reaching out and sourcing them what's a, what does that look like in terms of bringing them in and do they send you the ingredients so you can test them out yes okay. um, it's definitely honestly with the internet um you know email uh you just come you know get on skype and do a phone call mm. eventually i'd love to go when we're a little bigger i'd love to go and actually physically tour the yeah. farms and everything um and then yes they send us products and they send us like lab testing and then they send us 
um, organic certifications and kosher mm-hmm. certifications. Then we have to have them all like verified, and there's a whole like mm-hmm. boring process with that. But, wow, um, but that's difficult in itself, I'm yeah. sure. Like all the you know getting those certifications and stuff. There's a price on all of that. Yes, so. definitely, and especially as a small company myself, we have to make yeah. things you know in smaller batches. So it definitely. Um, leads to a more expensive product than I would love. I'd love because my goal is to have everyone who has allergies be able to enjoy our cocoa. Like that's mm-hmm. truly what I want. Yeah. Um, so hopefully, as we grow, we'll be able to make it even more affordable. But even with that, we're in line with the other cocos on the market. So mm-hmm. um, yeah. I'm so happy great. to be able to do well. With that. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Um, so I actually originally found you because I read about you in this Hartford Current story from earlier this year that was about how Hartford is this hotbed for female entrepreneurs, which is so fascinating to mm-hmm. me. I love that. Um, and I don't know if it was the top in the country, but it was one of the top cities in the country um, for new female entrepreneurs. So do you feel like there's um, a support system kind of? Do you Have you felt that? Has it helped you grow? Um, and what is it like just being a female entrepreneur here? Yeah, it's um, it's incredible. I, mm-hmm. I'm from West Hartford initially, mm-hmm. and I went away for college, and then um, spent a lot of time in New York seeing doctors. Yeah, <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great city for that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, when I, I came back because like my family's here, and I thought like that would be a great place to start like at, you know with my roots and everything, and it was. But I had no idea that just the community in general. Mm-hmm was so vibrant and so supportive for female entrepreneurs and for startups in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but so it, we actually started with an accelerator program called Reset. Okay. And they help their nonprofit and they help startups and uh, social enterprises just grow. And they connect you with, you know, mentors and other networking. And it's just been incredible. And then on top of it, there is this uh, I want to say like almost an army of female entrepreneurs who are just so passionate and so generous with their time and just willing and want other female entrepreneurs to succeed. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how that culture started here, but thank God. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. it's just, it's been incredible. There's such a, um, a camaraderie, a community of mm-hmm. female entrepreneurs here. And it's just, I'm repeating myself, but it's just been no, incredible. That's, great. that's <laughs> inspiring. Yeah, it is. And we were talking, you know, on our way here, Rachel and I are both from this area, um, not West Hartford, but surrounding mm-hmm. areas. Mm-hmm. And we were almost surprised to see that Hartford was this city. Hartford for, has it. Yeah. <laughs> and n- surprised in like the best way, because it's like, that's amazing. Yeah. And so proud to be from a place that is doing that. And you're a testament to the support that you're receiving in the community. But it's just really cool and I'm really proud of Hartford yeah (laughs) but it's just one of those things that you don't think like Hartford and female entrepreneurs for whatever reason is just something that now is eye-opening and I think it's really cool to hear about and support and business in general can be I mean it's competitive by nature yeah Mm -hmm. you know but for some reason and I'm again so grateful that the the culture here is to support one another Mm -hmm. to share to contribute to give back and to pay it forward. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just, you know, it's, I think it's truly what's enabled us to thrive so quickly mm-hmm. um, and to be as successful as we've been, which is yeah. amazing. That's <laughs> great. Huge testament. Um, Something I want to touch on really yeah. quick, because I love that you have all of this inspiration up on your wall. Um, for listeners, we are sitting in Allie's office, and she has a bunch of texts and Instagrams mm-hmm. and 
emails of people who are supporting Bear Life. Um, so I love that you're doing this. When did you start doing that? Um, that was pretty much a couple months ago. I still uh-huh. have like many. I kind of put more up there, yeah. but because people have just been so generous, honestly. Um, and it's just, it's just I love it because like you know you're here and you're looking at FDA regulations or <laughs> yeah, something grinding and, away, <laughs> and grinding yeah. away and you're like okay, like, this is really boring. But then I look over and I see, like, okay, like, this is Mm -hmm. really making an impact and people love this. And I'm just, it's, yeah, it's just a joy, honestly. I love that. We need to do that. And we'll take a picture. Yes, we do. And we'll take a picture so everyone can see what we're talking about. Yeah. I love that. Because you've got to sell it, like, Mm -hmm. also, too, like, I... I'm so like, what's next? I don't yeah. always stop and celebrate. Mm, right. So when I put those up there, I'm like, okay, this is a little celebration. Like, yeah, every little something. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Celebrate yourself. Yeah. You got to. You have yeah. to. Mm-hmm. You're working so hard. Yeah. Um, you've talked a ton about, you know, where you started and where you are now. And I think something we're both really excited to see is where you go. So do you want to talk about what that looks like, what you see for Bear Life in the future, yeah. where you want your business to go? So now you're going to get like a look inside my brain, which is <laughs> yes. a lot of different directions mm-hmm. at once. Um, it's a tough question because literally like every day I think of something new. But um, mm-hmm. I definitely I love, you know, the hot chocolate. And I think I want to maybe again, this is, I'm always playing around with it. Mm-hmm. But I think I want to do like different flavors of the hot chocolate mm-hmm. and first and expand that. And then I'd love to start having like maybe baking mixes or protein powders and then eventually I'd love to get into, like, prepared meals, but all still, like, with the same, like, dairy-free, gluten-free, uh, refined sugar-free, clean ingredients mm-hmm. type thing. So I think that's kind of where I see the trajectory. And then also I want to build it out a little bit and get, like, um, we have, like, some T-shirts that we're working on and mugs and some other, like, kitchen stuff mm-hmm. that we like. So there's a lot of um, a lot of ways that I'm excited um, to go almost too many because I'm like yep. kind of focused and like what's tomorrow's thing but um, mm-hmm. I'm honestly there's um, th- I feel like the sky is the limit and I, I love it I'm so excited yeah absolutely sounds mm-hmm. like you're focusing on what you have and making it awesome and building it out I mean what yeah. better advice is there than that honestly, yeah I I, mm-hmm. I definitely think that I like I want to make sure that the hot chocolate is in so many places and that's also a lot of what we're redoing our packaging is about because mm. um, I love the glass jars and we're going to keep them as sort of like holiday and everything like that mm-hmm. but um, we have these new single serving packets coming out and I want to make sure they're like convenient and in, you know, maybe even doctor's offices yeah. or just offices around the country. Um, and we have like a big sort of like bulk um, stuff size for like cafeterias mm-hmm. or um, right. restaurants or anything like that. And I just I really want to see it in as many places. Yeah. <laughs> so that's definitely what I'm like focusing on right now. Yeah, blow it out. That's yeah, awesome. that's great. Definitely. Thank Only you. We're excited to see yeah. you everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, ready for the rapid yes. fire? So we need a little like bell or something. Yeah, so we, we need a uh, rapid fire time. I have to say, I'm not going to be great at this. Okay. <laughs> no pressure. You can make it what you want. We've, okay. We've been known to ad lib and help. If yeah. You okay. Not any. Thank you. <laughs> no pressure at all. Um, so the first one is what? Who is one woman that has inspired you? think um gosh there are a lot I'm gonna go with Michelle Obama awesome hell yeah yeah just love that you don't mean to explain why yeah, <laughs> yeah. you read her book yes okay. there's actually yeah. even a couple of photos on our our Instagram which is like me with the cocoa reading the book oh, um, love that. yeah yeah mm-hmm. no she's just you should send some to Michelle maybe she'll feature you there you go oh my like gosh. She'd be right up Michelle if you're listening Michelle, <laughs> if you're listening let me know where to send it <laughs> what's your new address yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
right. All right. Um, what is your guilty pleasure? Oh, um, I don't guilty pleasure. I don't know if I like believe in like guilt about it. I like that. But mm-hmm. I do just love like crappy like Hallmark Christmas movie type things mm-hmm. um, that are not like you know Oscar winning, but mm-hmm. they're just like really comforting. So right now, especially like with my hot chocolate, I'm like. Uh-huh. To wind down, I'm like definitely flipping on some, mm-hmm. like all, what when I was lifetime, watching right? Lifetime, yeah. it's like Autumn in Love or something oh, some, like yeah, really perfect. like. <laughs> yep. Just turn the brain off. Exactly. Then, yeah. Like and then everything always <laughs> works out in the end. You yeah. know, it's all. Exactly. It's always a happy. <laughs> always ending. a happy ending. Always. always yeah. You know, sem- they're all like kind of similar, but yeah. like you know, no, what's it's coming. exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 I love that. <laughs> I, I'm known to watch Hallmark movies too in the Christmas season. My brother always like will walk in when I'm at home he's like what are you watching and I'm like it's it's great you should watch it he's like no I'm gonna pass yeah. yeah that's the exact <laughs> reaction I get yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. no <laughs> what is one goal you're currently working on oh just one goal <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um I think right now we, with, I think right now we have the launch of the new packaging mm. um so that's definitely what my one uh goal focus trying to be yeah. one goal focus yeah. right now yeah. Awesome. That's great. You guys will see it. We'll, we'll share yeah, a photo. Yeah, it looks really great. Mm-hmm. We're sitting in front of it now. So. Um, what color are you and why? Color. Um, probably, like, either, I don't know, they're my favorite colors. Like, maybe, mm-hmm. like blue or green. Mm-hmm. Probably that. I just like them because they're just really, like, I don't know, I, I think of green as, like, organic and kind of, like, mm-hmm. healthy and blue is just like peaceful and hap- light and happy and not that I'm those things all the time. Um, <laughs> no, I love But that. I think those would probably be like the colors I identify with. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Your office is perfectly yeah. green. So ah, I yes. Feel like me. <laughs> <laughs> well, what you see is a lot of me in that. Yes. <laughs> no, it's awesome. Great. Very awesome. All right. This is our favorite question, but what's one thing, your favorite thing about yourself? Oh. So bad at like self like have someone right, else answer this question. Yeah. I know, I know. Like I say it, but doing it exactly. is hard. Exactly, it is hard. Um, probably, I all right. If I have to, if I have to answer that, um, I'd say I really I like the fact that I'm starting to be comfortable admitting that I can like figure things out. Like that mm-hmm. Google that I can like Google a problem or you know mm-hmm. talk to someone or get advice or rely on friends or whatever. And, like, that I'll be able to come up with a solution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's starting to be, like, yeah. a superpower, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> Resourceful yeah. woman. <laughs> yeah. Be your, I think uh, you can completely yeah. own that. You yeah. Know, okay. You're starting. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm so impressed. <laughs> right. Like, sitting in your presence and all you've created. So own that. Okay. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Absolutely. You've created this. It's pretty cool. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Um, so why don't you tell us, um, one, where people can find Bear Life Mm -hmm. and then go ahead and plug all your social channels and everything. Okay. (laughs) Um, so if you, if you're looking for Bear Life, you can find us, uh, mostly on our website, which is www.eatbearlife.com. We're also right now in nine stores across Connecticut, which are on our website. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, um, our social channels are all, uh, at Eat Bear Life across the board facebook instagram twitter pinterest 
wherever you are, pretty much, <laughs> we tried to be. <laughs> and we'll be sure to link it, too, when we promote your episode before it comes out to make sure everyone has awesome. your website and Thank you. all of your channels, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's it. We could talk to you forever. I know. I'm like, I don't want to <laughs> yeah. speak over. I know. I either, yeah. But um, we mm-hmm. so appreciate you uh, mm-hmm. taking time to talk with us today. And um, thank you, everyone, for listening. You can find us on vampirepod.com. VampirePod on Instagram and Twitter, and you can email us at VampirePod at gmail.com. Yes, so um, don't forget, rate, review, and subscribe. It makes all the difference for us, and uh, see you in two weeks. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks.